You're listening to the Yoga Magic Podcast with host Ashley Sondergaard. Do you remember that first time you took a yoga class? Lying in Shavasana thinking, what is this magic? For me, yoga opened the door to a life full of self-discovery and self-care. This show shines a light on what is possible when you invest in your well-being. And not only for you, but for everyone around you. I interview women in the space of healing, spirituality, beauty, wellness, and of course, yoga. This community of listeners is excited to expand their minds, open new doors, be honest, and sometimes take a big old handstand fall on the way. My hope is that this show gifts you a library of accessible new practices that fill up your soul and open your mind. Not all will be perfect for you, but that's the best part. Trying it on and finding your personal favorites. This is Yoga Magic. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to Yoga Magic Friends. I'm your host, Ashley Sondergaard. I'm so happy you're tuning in today. If you're new here, this show is all about simple self-care, self-discovery practices, like what you actually can do. (laughs) And manifestation is a topic we talk about a lot as a part of a regular self-care and spirituality practice. But I think it can be kind of hard to put it into practice, to know what to do day to day. And I asked someone I really admire, Deandra Nicolette of the very popular Manifest Daily podcast to talk about it today. Deandra's show is one of my favorites just because she's so real and she's so funny and she makes these manifestation and spirituality practices in that space, which can sometimes be kind of serious and I don't know, just like a little bit heavy. She makes it real and joy-filled, and I really appreciate her perspectives. So Deandra Nicolette is a content creator and a spiritual leader whose purpose in this life is to help other souls return to their highest self so they can live their best life. Each week on her podcast, Manifest Daily, she shares her personal experiences with manifestation, spiritual laws, and the trials of everyday life. No stranger to topics on manifestation, scripting, quantum shifting, the Akashic Records, all the cool things, all the woo. Deandra's so, so easy to listen to, again, because she puts this into real life perspective. My experience in manifesting has been pretty successful. I've been able to bring a lot of abundance my way, but I also hit ruts. I hit them a lot. I hit moments where I'm just not bringing in the things that I want. And I question whether or not, you know, am I in alignment with what I'm calling in or is it that just it's on the way and I just have to be patient? So I asked Deandra about that and she really breaks it down in this conversation today. So in this episode, we discuss how manifestation practices can change over time, her specific manifestation practices, the things that Deandra does day to day, how we can listen to our intuition over fear. She talks about some of the things that she's manifested, which is really fun. And again, what to do when manifestations aren't coming through. And we also talk about how she juggles her full-time job, a wildly successful podcast, a commitment to self-care, a social life, all the things, and stays really grounded in the process. I hope you find this to be a helpful chat so that you can start putting some tweaks to your manifestation practice or maybe start a new one altogether. If you love this episode, share it with a friend, DM it to them, share them on the Instas. It's, this is really like the currency of podcasting. It makes such a big difference. So thank you so much for doing that. And if you're loving all this awesome content and want to get more involved with the Yoga Magic community, make sure to hop on our email list. And when you do, you'll get the Cosmic Self-Care Style mini course for free. Link for that is in the show notes. 
Finally, friends, if you want to work together with me to get a birth chart reading, a one-on-one cosmic self-care session, or a joint human design and astrology reading, make sure to book that soon. I have a few spots open in the next few weeks here in June, and then I'll be going on maternity leave until September. So those dates are out as well if you want to look out a little bit in advance. All right, let's hop to this awesome conversation with manifesting expert and host of the Manifest Daily podcast, Deandra Nicolette. Deandra, I'm so excited to chat with you today. As I was just mentioning before we started recording, I just, I really love your show. I've listened to it for a while and you're just putting out such helpful content into the world. So thanks for taking some time today to chat. I'm really excited. Yes, of course. I'm super excited for this conversation and thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm excited to be here. I feel like we're going to get into some juicy topics. I feel, I feel some tangents coming on, I you know, it. some good ones, some good ones. Yeah. All the some tea, Mercury retrograde <laughs> tangents that are helpful, right? Like they're going to bring yes. us, we'll come back. Um, okay. Course. So for any listeners that don't already listen to your show, don't know you, can you just tell them a little bit about yourself, about Manifest Daily, about anything that, that is you? Yeah. So I'm the host of Manifest Daily. If you are unfamiliar, it's essentially a podcast where we're talking all things like spirituality and lifestyle. When I first started the show, it's it's had a couple of different names. Okay. So if you're an OG listener and you go back, you realize it's been called the DeAndre Nicolette podcast. There was like Ascend at one point in time, but now it's Manifest Daily. Um, and I essentially like to talk about spirituality and spiritual topics, but from a very, very grounded, earthly, practical sense. Mm -hmm. I'm a Taurus. I'm someone that like, I don't have time to sit here and just like daydream all day. I'm like, how do we put it into action? Like what steps do I take? How do I make this actually come true? How do I co-create? So I talk about it from that, uh, that point of view. It's not for everybody, obviously, but for the people that do listen and follow along, it definitely seems to fit what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. I love the grounded piece of this. And I and I think that's why I'm so drawn to the way you present this information is because I'm an Aries. So I'm very, well, I'm a cancer son, but I'm an Aries rising. Like I consider myself very Aries, like action oriented, right? We have to put these, these dreams into motion in order to make them happen. And sometimes it's like paralyzing to know what to do, right? What is the next step? Um, and I feel like you do such a good job of saying like, okay, let's start here. Right. And also mm-hmm. the Taurus, and we will, we'll talk about this. I feel like has some patience there and, and understands that good things come with time. They take some time. Manifestation takes time. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I will say my Mars is in Aries. I know, you know what okay. that means. <laughs> so Mars is in Aries right now. Look at you. Ooh, Wait, so is like, this a good time for me? To like oh, do yeah. oh, yes. Oh, Wait, yes. how long is Mars and Aries for? I think it's moving in today. I don't know how long exactly, um, but oh there's just tell a me the- very Aries week right now. And so you're gonna, if you feel like a sense of urgency, lean into that. Also be cognizant of Mercury retrograde. Just in like, just double yes. check. Double check oh, the things. Yes. No, I love that because I have been feeling like a sense of like, okay, time to do, like I'm, I'm always taking action, but I've been feeling a little bit extra yeah. motivated to mm-hmm. take some action lately. So I love that. Um, no, but you're so right. Like there are so many different steps you can take. And I always say to people like, there isn't a right and a wrong way. And I think when it comes to the spiritual community and the manifestation community specifically, there's a lot of discourse out there where it's sort of like, if you want to create the life that you love, if you want to call in the relationship, the money, the house, the whatever, here are the exact steps to take. And while I think that there's something to be said about that, because people like direction, I love mm-hmm. direction. People like to be told, 
step one, step two, step three, here's a timeline. It'll take six months, three months, whatever. But a lot of times this journey is yours, right? Like no one else's journey is going to look the same as yours. So I like to give my steps, what's worked for me, what resonates with me. But I also like to give tips about how I found the steps that work for me and resonate Mm. with me, because Mm -hmm. it's up to you to figure out like how you actually are to go about manifesting and co-creating your dream life. It's not about replicating every single thing that I do and expecting the same results I've gotten. Because if you're going into it with that attitude, like it's just, it's going to go left very quickly, you know? Mm -hmm. That's, that's a really good point too. And I've worked in manifestation for a long time. And I also feel like right now, especially my practices are changing. Like they ebb and flow a little bit. And in the past, it was a lot of shadow work. It was a lot of unearthing. And now it's different. It's like, okay, I know, I know what those shadows are. Now I want to like take some steps forward. So can you Mm -hmm. talk a little, you know, you said, you kind of mentioned that of like the why behind it, but what potentially are your daily practices around manifestation? Like when you talk about it, how do you, if you were to teach it to the audience in (laughs) in a short amount of time, like what methods do you use? Yeah. And I, Really quick, I want to just say I love that you mentioned the seasons. Um, I think that's a really big thing because your practices are going to change throughout every single season, depending on what you need, like what your soul needs in any given moment in time. So yeah, what I do now has shifted, I would say kind of dramatically from what I used to do before. Like I remember at one point, tarot cards, oracle cards were a big part of my practice. Like I used to pull daily cards. That's how I received intuitive messages. I remember at one point I would sage all the time. Like there were, I would take spiritual baths, like certain things like that were such a key part in my practice. Mm -hmm. No, here or there, like I might pull a card, I might take a bath, whatever, but it's not so important to my practice. Um, What is very important to me and what I find myself doing a lot without even like labeling it as this, but now I recognize to do this is really listening to my intuition. So this mm-hmm. sounds so vague, right? But I'll give you a couple of different examples. So in your day to day, you're always receiving messages. You're always getting these pings. You're always having things come through, but it's up to you to pay attention and decide whether you're going to listen to it and trust it or whether you're going to be like, oh, that's kind of random. Like, that's just a coincidence. I'm going to totally ignore that. And so I've had these moments specifically, you know, Mer- Mercury retrograde. I mentioned this in a um, in an Instagram reel I put up today about people coming back. And I had a situation recently where this guy that I was talking to a while back came back during Mercury retrograde, of course. And he, he was saying all these things. And I remember having this feeling in the pit of my stomach that was sort of like, nothing has changed, right? Mm -hmm. Nothing has changed. The only thing that's changed here is the time that you've approached me. Like you're still you, I'm still wanting what I want. You are still offering pretty much nothing here. And it was a situation where I had the choice to be like, okay, maybe, maybe I go back into the situation or do I trust my intuitions? Do I trust the fact that this person isn't here for me, isn't good for me, doesn't want what I want. And I go with that and I sort of base my decision on how to move forward based on that. And that's what I did. Right. But I'm saying that to say that there, you're going to have these moments, right. Where it's like every single decision that you take and make during the day 
it's, is it based off of fear, right? Fear that you're not going to manifest something better, fear that you can't have what you want, ego, or is it based off of you trusting that you can have what you want, trusting that you will be able to manifest that greater reality for yourself? So it's a lot of that, um, really just listening to like the little messages that I get. If I see a sign, I see a number, um, I see an animal, I see a plant, I see something that calls to me, I look it up or I, I, sort of listen to whatever the message is that's coming through for what that thing is representing in my life for at that time. Um, I've been seeing a lot of white butterflies lately and I don't mm. know how I know, but for me, I feel like that's a sign of something. And so whenever I see them now, it's sort of like this reminder to sort of stay calm and trust and like have faith. And again, it, like the only way I know that, the only way I have that is by listening to my intuition, by trusting the message that I receive when I've been seeing these white butterflies. So that's sort of one way. Um, another thing that I really love to do is scripting. I'm someone that I love to write. So for me, being able to write down, some people call it journaling, you can call it scripting, of course. We can really decipher the two different processes, but um, they're kind of one in the same to me because I journal and I script sort of together, but I do love to write. I don't do it every single day, but I do it when I feel called to. So I'll whip out my journal. I'll either write down something that I'm going through, kind of processing what's happening, some more of a journaling exercise, or I'll go through and write down what I'm manifesting and I'll write it as if it's already happened, right? Some more mm -hmm. of that scripting exercise. So I do that a lot. And that brings me a lot of joy because like I said, I love writing. I've always loved that since I was a kid. Um, and those are some things that I do now. There are other like little things in between, right? So that are more of the spiritual things that I'll do here and there. But I would say Right now in this season, I believe that my biggest lesson is really, really leaning into trusting my intuition. I think I've been in this season for the past two years. I've had to take a lot of leaps and do a lot of things that have felt very, very big to me, but I knew deep down there were the things that I had to do. And so in this season, that's what I'm currently practicing. And I'm making like a conscious effort to listen whenever I'm receiving messages. It's so helpful and to talk about intuition versus fear and maybe let me just like say this back to you and see if I'm getting like your how you're doing it so in a moment something comes in and a ping an intuitive hit do you ask yourself is this coming from a place of fear is this an ego-centered thing or is this truly that like sort of neutral intuitive hit is that how you do it Sometimes I do ask myself the question. Yeah. Um, sometimes it takes like a conversation with yourself because I think the more that you practice this, the more that you start to discern when things are intuition and when they are sort of fear-based or whatever. But at the very beginning and even throughout the journey, you're having that conversation. So it's like you, you get like a ping to do something or to reach out to someone or to like do something, right? And then you have to sort of have that conversation like, why am I actually doing this? Like, what does mm -hmm. me taking this action actually serve? Like, what would this make me feel? What am I feeling right now that if I take this action, it would calm that feeling down? So I'll give you another random example. Um, the other day, I started to feel the urge to apply for part-time jobs. And mm -hmm. I work full-time. Right. So I work full time on the podcast. I consider the podcast a full time job as well, because if you know, you and I were talking beforehand, podcasting is a lot um, <laughs> and I make a little bit of money off the podcast as well. Mm -hmm. Definitely not a full time income. But in this moment, I 
my bills are covered, right? I'm making enough money to sustain myself, to save, to do all of the things. So when I had this pop up and it was sort of like a, it, it was like a panicked frenzy thought of I had to find a job. I literally recognized it as lit- what it was. It was fear. And so I had that conversation with myself. Like, what am I actually afraid of? Why am I feeling called to, to apply for part-time jobs? And I ended up having a couple of different, you know, asking myself different questions, journaling it out a little bit. And it came to this, or I came to this place where I realized that I wanted to apply for the part-time jobs, not because I needed it, but because I was so afraid of getting fired. And when I dug even deeper, it always comes back to that first job that I had, the first full-time job that I had where I was fired. And mm. I know that I was fired, not because I deserved to be fired or not because I wasn't a good employee. However, that moment, that interaction that I had, that first job that I had that was so toxic has affected me. And I've still carried the burden of that to this day, where every time I have a full-time job, I get settled in, I start to feel good. I start to feel competent. And then I have these moments where I'm doubting myself, doubting my ability and feeling like I'm going to get fired. And my friends are like, why, why do you think you're going to get fired? Like (laughs) your boss is praising you. He's asking you to come on these trips. Like you're all of, you're getting bonuses. You're getting all of these things. Like what could possibly be causing you to feel this, to be wanting to apply for other jobs, to have a sense of security. And it's because of something that I experienced years ago. So when I sat with that and I sort of calmed myself down, I realized like I could apply for a part-time job if I wanted to. Right. But I think that would bring me more stress than anything else because I am so busy. I don't think it's, it's necessary for me to take on that stress. I think it would backfire very, very quickly. And so decided not to do that, but it was literally having the conversation with myself, asking the questions and traveling back in time to realize like, okay, it is because of this interaction that I had years ago that I'm still sort of sorting through that to this day. Mm-hmm. That is really ironic, actually, that you had that that hit because I kind of had the same conversation. Maybe it was the eclipse, the like Scorpio Taurus eclipse. We were just thinking about scarcity yeah. a little bit. And it, I, same exact thing. I mean, I think there, I'm like, I, I can't get it part-time job right now. I'm going to give birth like any second. Like there's no way. But at the same time, there's that feeling of inadequacy. Like I've, I've had to slow down and I really don't like slowing down. Like I said, I'm an Aries just all over the place and slowing down (laughs) makes me feel really kind of awful, but I have to do it. And so working through that, like processing through that, of like, why am I feeling like this? Why am I feeling inadequate? Why am I feeling like I'm not enough? oh, this has to do a lot with just my conditioning. And it felt really good to now come out of it and say like, you know what, I can I can pick up some things a little bit here and there, but I don't need to completely, like you said, this isn't, this isn't the necessary next step that was coming from fear. That's, that's really helpful when, when you talk about manifestation. So since, you know, you've been doing this for a while and I feel like you've got a good flow, what are some things that you've manifested? Yeah. So that's kind of one of my favorite things to talk about. (laughs) I would say like the entire reality that I'm living right now is what I've manifested. I actually talked about that in like another, it was like a real idea where I was like the reality that you're living right now, like a lot of times you don't realize how you're experiencing something that you once prayed for, that you once mm-hmm. wanted to manifest that you wished for. So I could talk about like the specifics, right? Like my car, I literally remember scripting this. I have a um, a story on my highlights on Instagram that talks about this and shows the exact script I use. Oh my gosh. Where like there was one day 
because I used to drive a Honda Civic and there was one day I was like, you know what? I want an SUV. Like I just wanted a white SUV. I don't know why I was like, I want one. And I was going to get a Honda CRV. So I remember before I actually moved to Dallas, I started to look, I was thinking of like, okay, I'm going to ship my car anyways. So maybe I can like just get one there, ship it to Dallas and then have a new car. Like I had all these thoughts and it ended up being something where it just didn't work out when I was in Jersey prepping to move to Dallas, but I had the script and I kind of forgot about it. Right. Then there was one day I went to Hyundai and I actually like walked in there. No thinking I was going to get a car. I was going to window shop and I always make this joke to my mom. I'm like, every time I walk into a dealership, I walk out with a car. Like it's problematic. <laughs> they're really good at selling. Okay. They're, like, good. They're, they're good at their jobs. I will give them that. So I ended up walking out of there, trading in the car that I had um, and walking out with a white Hyundai Tucson, which is like an SUV. Literally looks very similar to the Honda CRV, but mm-hmm. obviously it's a different brand, whatever. And something, it was like a couple of days ago, a couple of like weeks after I ended up like looking through my notes and I saw that initial script that I wrote where it was talking about how I was like driving in my new white SUV and how it was so pretty and how I felt like so cool. Like just, I just was, I wrote down all the things I would feel having and driving this car. And I was just like, wow, like the fact that I wrote down to T. Granted, the only thing that was off was that it wasn't a CRB, but it was a Tucson, but Everything else about that script was just like so on. Um, Same thing with my current job. We were talking about this a little bit beforehand. So I work in marketing. I actually uh, lead the social media and email marketing team at a media company. And my job is fully remote. So I remember wanting to manifest a job that was fully remote. Because one thing about me, during the middle of the day, I'm going to run my errands. You're going to find me at Target. I'll be at TJ Maxx. (laughs) I'll be at Trader Joe's. Okay. Yes, I get my work done, but I don't always want to be home. I'll yeah. be at a coffee shop. Like I like Same. to do things to break up my day. It makes it more fun, right? And so in order to have that freedom, I always say freedom is something that's big for me on the manifestation list. Freedom of my time really was linked to a remote job because you don't have you know, someone looking over your shoulder who's like, what are you doing? And whatever. It's like, I have the freedom of my time. And to make things even better, I report to the CEO. So I don't have anyone micromanaging me. He's busy doing his own thing. So I'm here able to, and as a projector as well, human design projector, I like to lead. I like to see the big picture. I sort of like, I don't have a micromanagerial approach to things, but I feel like this position that I've manifested for myself, it was the exact salary that I wrote down. Um, It's remote. I am working in social media marketing. I am able to go to Target in the middle of the day. I have a team that's amazing. No one's micromanaging me. It's like all of these things I needed and wanted in a job. And it allows me the flexibility to be able to do things like this, which is record with you in the middle of the afternoon (laughs) during the workday. I put my Slack on, you know, I'm away to meeting and I turn it off and I just jump into this call with you. So that was something else that I manifested. And even another fun one is um, my current apartment. So again, I moved to Dallas and I'm able to live by myself. I'm in a two bedroom apartment, which I mean, that in itself I kid you not, I used to be in high school. I used to tell my friends, I'm going to live in the South. I'm going to move to the South. I'd never been to the South <laughs> before. Everyone was like, why? Do you have family there? No, girl, I'm from Trinidad and Tobago, from literally the islands. I have never <laughs> been to the South. Had no understanding of what it was like in the South, right? But I always felt this pull to the South. And I remember at that age thinking like, oh, I'm going to have to like find a guy probably get married before I'm able to go there because how else will I afford this? So I thought 
I, you know, I knew I could have roommates, but I didn't want a roommate. I would, I wanted my roommate to be my husband or my boyfriend or my fiance. So I thought I would have to manifest a relationship first to be able to take that leap, you know, and obviously life, you know, they say you plan, God laughs. So things changed and I'm not in a relationship anymore, but I was able to manifest living in an apartment. That's literally like a, like a dream. Like it's truly like the amount of sunlight that comes in there. Oh, I live for the sun. It's vitamin so, D. Yes. Yes. So key. Love it. So key. Oh my oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, those <laughs> are such a few things. Fun. Like, just a few things. Just some casual, like my whole life. <laughs> literally, literally our whole life. Yeah. Well, and even, you know, you, you are, I'm sure very like humble, but your show is so big. It's a, I mean, it's amazing. It does such a good job and I see it on the charts all the time. And just like, you know, I'm curious to know with these things that you're putting out into the world, your, you know, move to Dallas, your car, your job, all these things, how much of it was those practices that you were talking about and how much of it was actually going and seeking out those things, taking action. It was definitely a mix of both, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, the move to Dallas, for example, because that was a huge one, right? Again, I had never been to the South before. And I remember, so this was towards the end of my relationship where it was at a place where intuitively I'd known it was supposed to end for a few months before it actually did. But I kept fighting it as we do, I think, with relationships. Yeah, when, we, yeah. when we know they're going to end or just anything that we don't want to end. Um And I remember thinking, well, I don't want to stay in New Jersey and I don't want to go back to Boston. So where can I go? And I I literally had this thought sort of, it was, you know, always the whisper in the back of my head say, well, you've always said you want to go to the South. So like, this could be a good time for that. Like, there's nothing holding you here. I was working remotely. Um, Literally, there was nothing holding me to any place on the East Coast. So I went to, I went to Dallas and I visited and I felt so at home. And I remember thinking, okay, I've taken the action step of going to visit, right? Mm-hmm. So I got the ping of like, you've always said you want to live in the South. That was like the initial intuitive ping. My action step to follow through was book a flight, book a plane ticket, actually go there. So I went there. I got the the message again when I was there. This feels like home. This feels good. I had these beautiful experiences just being there as a visitor. And that was sort of another intuitive moment of like, okay, you belong here. Like you could do this. Like it, it, it'll be okay. And my next action step was actually doing all the things to make the move happen. And I will say it was sort of like, um, I don't even know how to describe it. I know there's like a better word for this, but it's like a back and forth between intuition, intuitive hit and action, intuitive mm-hmm. hit and action. Right. So hearing the message following through because yeah. every single thing that I did in terms of like prepping to move there, I would get a message. I would follow through. So it's like, I liked an apartment. It felt good. I applied. I followed through with the application, obviously got the apartment. Um, I was like thinking about the cars. How do I ship my car? Like I remember doing research and then getting a call from this one company. They felt good. The guy was super nice to me. I was like, okay, let me follow through. I got a really good deal. Like all of these things kept lining up when I kept saying, okay, I'm just going to trust. I'm going to take the action. I'm just going to trust. And all of the things kept lining up. So I would say it's definitely been a mix. Like, I Mm -hmm. think that there are people who can say they just sit back, they just follow the energy, they just vibe high, whatever, however they Mm -hmm. describe it, and things happen to them. And I mean, if that's your choice to live that way, that is absolutely your choice to live that way. But for me, I'm like, I like taking action. I like being a co-creator in my life. I like understanding that 
I do have a choice, right? I do have a way that I can actively participate without sort of going into a place of desperation or trying to push and force things, but more so getting those messages and allowing myself to follow through by taking the action that feels right and then going from there. So it's sort of like a he probably say tag team. That is literally not it, but you know what I mean. It's no, like, it kind of is. So that makes yeah. sense to is me. That, is that the phrase? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like struggling. So. I'm like, what is the phrase for this tag? So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. it's a dance, right, between the two. There we go. Sure. <laughs> a bachata, if you will, a salsa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm curious to know, you know, as we're, I'm somebody who I feel like intuitive hits are kind of coming in all the time. Sometimes. I just, I'm like, am I making this up? I don't know. I don't know. It's just like, there's a lot of synchronicities, but when you're in kind of a low point, you're, you're manifesting or you're trying to manifest, but it's either, it's not working. You know, you're not meeting the person that you, the partner that you want or the thing, that job you're manifesting. Do you think that it's like, you're not doing it right, or you don't have that enough trust in yourself, or can you just be in sort of a low in life like you know sometimes or I mean I guess it's like are we just in a low point or are we like truly out of alignment with what we're wanting to manifest it's kind of a big question but I'll let you yeah ask. no I think this is a good one and I mean I'll go to the partner example you gave because I yeah. I'm in that season where I talk about dating a lot um on the podcast on Instagram and stuff and I do feel like when you're in a season where things aren't manifesting yeah. for you but like, okay, so I'll describe it as this way. When you're out of alignment, I feel like you you can feel it. If you sit with that long enough, you can feel yourself like pushing. You feel desperate. Like you feel like frustration and anger to the point where you're starting to take actions from that place, right? Mm. So you know how sometimes you can feel like, oh my God, why isn't this thing happening? And instead of you sitting with that and trusting and realizing like it will happen or whatever is supposed to happen will happen. You start to take these actions that feel kind of chaotic and crazy and like wild and desperate and random. That's like out of alignment. Cause I've been there, especially with dating where it's like, oh my God, like, I don't know, like what is happening? Like, why am I not finding my person? And then all of a sudden I start like saying yes to these people who are literally, I, I feel like they're not good for me on hinge. And I'm like, whatever, I'll like say yes to this guy. Like, let's just have a conversation. <laughs> okay. And it feels chaotic. It feels yeah. like, oh, what are you doing? Like I have that thought of like, what am I doing? Right. This, this is not, this doesn't feel right with me. However, there are also moments when things aren't coming and they aren't manifesting. And it's almost like even in the midst of your times of the frustration or sadness or worry, you also at the same time, feel like a little bit of a sense of peace. Mm -hmm. Like, have you ever felt that where you kind of like in the back of your head or in the pit of your gut, wherever you feel that for yourself, it still feels like, okay, this thing isn't coming. I literally have no proof of when it's coming or what is happening or why it's not coming or whatever, but I know that I'm going to be okay. I know that it's going to work out the way it's supposed to. Like, I know whatever. And you take actions or maybe don't take action. Maybe you decide to rest or what, and the rest can also be an action. Right. But, and you decide to sit with that and you don't move so chaotically. And, um, I'm talking about this in the podcast episode tomorrow, but I'm talking about how it's gotten to the point with dating where I'm like, yes, I'm still like, okay, I want to manifest my person. I want to manifest this relationship, but I've also gotten to place, and this has happened uh, during the retrograde, which I don't see as a coincidence at all, obviously, but mm -hmm. I've gotten to the point where I'm just sort of like, 
if it happens, amazing. I love that, right? I'm excited. I'm, I'm welcoming of it. I'm open. I'm receptive. But if for some reason, my destiny, because I do believe in free will, but I also in some ways believe in like certain things being part of your destiny and fate, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. If, in, if in some ways or if in the way this is not my fate or my destiny to meet an individual, do you have a long-term relationship in this life? I'm going to do what I can do to make sure that I live the happiest and most fulfilling life that I can and not even by myself because I'm not by myself. I'm with my friends. I'm with my family. I can cultivate relationships in other ways. And so a lot of times too, when things aren't coming in, you can get to this place of sort of like acceptance. Mm-hmm. And it's not that you've given up. It's not that you're hopeless because that's that energy is different. That's sort of like a like a desperate, sad, low vibe energy. Yeah. The, the energy of acceptance is sort of like a literally I accept like whatever is supposed to happen will, but I'm going to go ahead and take the actions that feel aligned to me. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to do the things that I love. I'm going to travel. I'm going to enjoy life. And if someone or this thing is supposed to come in, it will at the time it's supposed to. And I trust that. And I think when you get to that place, like, yes, again, I do have moments of frustration and loneliness and whatever it's human, but in those moments, I'm also kind of like, okay, I'm going to feel this thing, but I'm also going to allow it to like sort of move through me and I'm going to do what I want to do next. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh my gosh, my life sucks because I don't have a partner. Because if I take that perspective, what's going to happen? My life will feel like it sucks. Mm-hmm. But if I take the perspective of like, I can create a happy, fulfilling life doing things I love. Listen, all you guys, all I have to say is I'm booking some trips. Okay. <laughs> I am booking some trips <laughs> and I'm excited about it. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's such, I love that. That's so true. And you know, man, acceptance, that's the best way to put it. It's not, it's not like you're not necessarily, no, you're not at all. You're not giving up on the thing that you're manifesting. You're just, just giving it the, the rightful time that it needs to come in. And in the meantime, enjoying that space in between. Cause I think there is, you know, there's that feeling we'll use like podcasting, for example, someone was like, I always wanted to start a podcast and I finally did. And it's not doing, it's not doing very well. Like no one's listening to it. I'm going to give up. It's like, no, oh no, don't do that. Like you put all this work into this and that stuff takes time. All of these things take time to grow and, and yeah. truly come to fruition. And if we just accept and enjoy the process, that's when, you know, it can be the most abundant. That is such a good, I'm very excited. Any cool trips? Where are you going to go? So what is a workshop? I'm going to Michigan in August and then I'm going uh, to Sedona with some friends oh, and then fun. I'm going to Minnesota for a wedding. And then I might go to Canada this year. And then I think next year I'm going to uh, do like a solo trip. Well, my mom might join, but I feel like she keeps saying she's going to join. But like, I'm like, are you really about this life? But I might, it might be a solo trip to Europe and I'm trying to decide between uh, Paris and the French Riviera. It's one of those group tour trips. I figure that's like the best way to dip my toe into like that. solo, but not fully solo yet. That way I can always come back to Europe and be like, okay, I, I know a couple things. I know how to get around. Like I know um, the beginner things that you need to know for being in Europe. So yeah. Oh, cool. When you're in Minnesota, you'll have, are you going to be in the Twin Cities? Like in Minneapolis and St. Paul? I don't know where I'm going to be. Like, I don't know. Um, I have to, I know what I, I actually forget. I wrote it down like the airport. I have to fly into like where I'm going to be, but I literally There's only one know. real big one. I'm sure it's Minneapolis. Okay. When you're here, you have to come out with Kelly Smith and I, cause we live here. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh, that'll be fun. That'll yeah. Be fun. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's, yeah. I, that's such a beautiful example. And we're in this, we're definitely in this mode right now, astrologically in terms of like, let's, I don't need to hang on to the tough, the score, the, the South nodes in Scorpio. So like, I don't need to hang on to this hard, heavy load all the time. I can move into that Taurus, like, you know, your Taurus, like that luxury, that pleasure vibe. And in the meantime, does that mean I'm giving up on some of my real magnetism? No, it's just that I'm actually stepping into it more and more. Let's talk a little bit about Taurus. When you are like in your Taurus vibe, like what does that feel like for you? What do you, maybe what are your like Taurus pleasures? (laughs) Yeah. um, So the typical, the typical stuff. (laughs) I do. I love to eat. Um, Love, love ice cream love ice cream probably um love to shop as well I I just really love to treat myself I love to treat myself especially because I know that I'm a hard worker right as a tourist it's sort of like you it's it's similar to the Capricorn energy right like that working grounded energy but it's like I'm gonna treat myself after and to me that can be anything from like shopping or eating or just like getting a massage getting a facial sometimes it's literally the simplest things such as like sitting at home not doing anything reading a book I've been reading this one book it's sort of like a real housewives meets murder situation it's so good it's called one of us is dead by Geneva Rose and I'm reading that right now (laughs) so it's like all of the things that just bring me pleasure make me happy yeah I love, I just love to do all that. Also randomly, I would say, um, try new things that interest Mm. me. It's like, it's such a luxury, right? Because sometimes when it comes to trying new things, it's like, you need the money to do it or the time to do it or the access to the resources to do that thing. So I consider being able to try new things, a luxury. I think I'm going to pick up swim lessons. Um, I do not know how to swim. And I'm like, I want to learn how to swim for one for, for life and safety, right? You never know. <laughs> sure. Uh, catch me on a boat somewhere. I never know. But also just because swimming is like good for you. And I want to, oh, I want to yeah. actually like learn how to do it. So yeah. I love that idea. That well, and what's you know, true Taurus positive energy is that unapologetic investment in those things of what you're saying. And that's what I hear from you 100 percent It's just like these are oh, yeah. these are important. This is part of life. We need to enjoy the ice cream and the trips and the swimming. <laughs> yeah. Like I again, if you're working to make money, I think that it's like obviously good to be practical and to like save and to invest and to do all of those things. But I don't feel like you have to create a life where you're just doing that only. Um, And again, obviously a lot of this comes down to privilege, right? So it really is a privilege to be able to save or to be able to spend on things that you consider luxuries outside of what are your necessities. Um, But it's something that I'm able to do. And so I don't take that lightly at all. Mm -hmm. And I allow myself to do that. And I also allow myself to like treat my friends and my family when I can, because I'm like, if I can treat the people that I love to things that they want or things that they've never been able to do, like I want to, I can do that. I want to be able to do that because, you know, life is short. So that's nice. That's (laughs) wonderful. That's gratitude. Right. And it's like, yeah, truest form. So I just, I'm so impressed with all of the things that you do. You're working full time. You're committed to your own well being. You're traveling. You've got your show. How do you juggle it all? Like, what's your, what's, how do you keep this together? <laughs> yeah. I, 
trying my hardest. Um, <laughs> I I talk a lot about Google Calendar because I say I like live by my calendar because everything is on there. Um, it's color coded. It's I have multiple calendars linked. So I have like my work calendar linked. Everything for my work calendar is like purple. I have the Manifest Daily calendar linked. So all my interviews are on there. And then I just have other work, uh, other life things rather that I like to put on the calendar. So it's something where I'm not super strict and married to everything a hundred percent. Like there are times where I have, you know, something sit out for like maybe four to 5 PM, but it's 4 15. And I started it instead of starting it at four, things like that. But for the most part, for me, organization is the biggest thing because when you are juggling a lot of things, if you are not organized, it can easily become chaotic mm-hmm. and overwhelming. I get overwhelmed sometimes and I'm pretty organized as it is. So just having organization skills is like really key. I would also say a lot of times I have to take breaks and I just, I, I struggle with honoring breaks for myself and I'm getting better at that. But a big part of like how I'm able to do so much is so is that when I get really tired or when I feel myself starting to get tired, I'm like, okay, let's step away. Like instead of us doing content this weekend or recording a podcast today, like maybe I step away and I don't do that. Or um on this show, I do a lot of like solo show, solo episodes, but I also do uh, guest interviews. And lately I've gotten to a place where I am a little tired of the solo episodes because it is tiring to sit yeah. and to have a lot to say for like an hour and um, <laughs> to have things that are productive because I never just want to like talk to talk for the full episode. I like to bring a lot of value to it. So I've been doing a lot more guest episodes this specific season so that I'm still able to have valuable conversations with people and to bring the audience value in that way. But it's not all on me to bring the entire bit of value, right? It's it's the shared experience with me and the guest. So a lot of organization, a lot of just like balancing all the things um, and trying <laughs> my best to stay organized and yeah, it's a, it's a lot of that. That's. Do you have a lot of Virgo in your chart? What's hilarious is I have no Virgo in my chart. Really? Everyone, oh. I kid you not. <laughs> everyone that knows about like middle charts and stuff like that, they ask me that question all the time because if, okay, so my friends, they're going to set me up with this guy. Didn't work out. Long story. Well, it just didn't. It, it just didn't work out. But <laughs> I remember a friend was, um, she was telling the other friend, she was like, you got to ask him if he's neat. Like, you got to ask him if he's neat and clean. You know how DeAndre <laughs> is. I'm like, is that my reputation? Because I'm so particular. And I guess I I don't realize it sometimes until I go to like other people's house. Like I came home to my parents' house and I'm like, oh my God. I was telling my mom, I was like, you are a hoarder. And I wasn't, she was like, what are you talking about? She was just like, you literally is, she goes, it's cause you like to have three things on the counter. That's why you think this is a lot. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm very particular with like how I like my house, how I like my things, how I organize. And um, I think that it is just it helps me to feel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sane. Well, <laughs> it and helps like me to feel clutter sane. is energy. That's for sure. Yeah, and I think that's why sometimes, um, or not sometimes, but all the times, it's easier for me to record these episodes and things like that from my house because mm-hmm. I, ha- I, I have sort of control over the energy there, and that's why I also love living alone because I literally it's just me and what I bring into the house, right? But, but no Virgo in the chart, surprisingly enough. I don't even, do I have Capricorn? I think I might have like one thing in Capricorn. <laughs> well, Taurus yeah. is like that too. Taurus likes order and likes it neat and sort of 
you know, I, like I just like to describe Taurus as like, you will buy, you will save up to buy like one really nice handbag versus like five at Target, right? Like there's a big difference there. So I can yeah. see that makes sense. Yeah. It's like the quality. I was actually chatting with my dad about that yesterday because I went to, I discovered Lululemon. Okay. I knew the girlies were out here, but I didn't realize like why <laughs> they were out here at Lululemon. I guess I just like didn't get it. And then I went and I bought a couple of things. I was like, oh, 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 oh no. <laughs> I'm like, this is a problem. And then I went back and bought a bunch of stuff. And so I was like doing this, um, literally my dad's at the kitchen table. And I was like, I'm going to do a haul for you. Let me show you what I got. And so I'm like showing him all the things. And then he's like, and so he's been to Lululemon. He has a hat and I think he has some shorts from there, but he's like, why are you spending all this money on this stuff? He's like, how much is this bra? How much is this? I'm like, you know, it's about the quality, oh, not yeah. the quantity. I was trying to explain that to him. But literally, I, I truly agree because sometimes it's like you buy a bunch of things that are super cheap and it's like, if the quality isn't there, it falls apart quickly. Now you've spent all that money on like five things that fall apart when you could have put it into one thing that granted it's kind of pricey, but if it lasts you years and years and years, right? It's it's a good investment. Or if it brings you a lot of joy to invest in that thing, I think that's definitely worth it. So I'm definitely someone where I'm like, I'll spend on some quality workout gear for sure. Cause I'm always yeah. at the gym. So workout gear, skincare and makeup are the things that I'm like, take my money, please. <laughs> <laughs> Here's okay. Lululemon hacks because I'm yes. a yoga teacher of gazillions of years. Hang dry. Make sure you hang dry. their stuff that last longer way longer. I've heard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then, um, if you got, did you get the aligned leggings, the really soft ones? I did. I got the shorts. Cause I got the, okay. I got the other leggings that are like more for, um, heavy lifting and things like and that. Stuff. Okay. Yeah. I forget what they're called though. So with, if the aligned shorts, if they get pilly in the crotch, <laughs> Oh like no prime, this is prime information. Just get one of those like sweater stones and you can, you can buff it out. And then finally, if anything does go wrong with anything, Lululemon, let's like outside of normal wear and tear, they'll replace it for you. That's, I mean, like, bring I back. heard this. Mm-hmm. I've heard this. So I said, see, this is what you get investing in quality things. It's like right. you get better, like customer service or typically not always, but you're supposed to, or you want to get better, like customer service or whatever. Also fun thing, fun fact. I used to think it was called Lululemon. <laughs> like I thought it was it's like French. French. <laughs> yeah, and I remember going around saying that and people were like Lululemon. I was like, wait, the name sounds very basic for what I thought this was. Yeah. Liz. So I think Lululemon sounds a little bit better, I but like we'll that. say Lululemon. There yeah. it's the, if you ever read about the founder of Lulu, he, he's kind of a controversial guy and he's not involved anymore, but like, it's very interesting how that, like how much the company has gotten better. It was like since he left. I saw a well, YouTube video about this or like about him a little bit. It was like a short condensed thing. So I got to like do some more research, but he he was giving like a lot. Interesting guy. A lot. <laughs> yeah. If, if you like the show, how I built this, that one is super mm-hmm. interesting to listen to. Him, um, what's his name? I can't think of it, but definitely listen to that one. I love that show. Oh, okay. I will definitely go look for that episode. Yeah. <laughs> See tangents. You knew we'd go on a tangent. Yeah. Like, like Lululemon yeah. pants. I do have a question though about the South No tourists. South Node, Node Scorpio right now. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. I said that. I butchered that. My <laughs> South Node is in Scorpio. Oh, And my is. North Node is in Taurus. Yeah. I believe. Yep. It would be because they're opposites. Yeah. Yep. So is this the time for me? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, here's here's what here's what it is. So 
when the lunar nodes are, these are kind of what punctuate the eclipses. So this is what the energy of the this astrological energy of about 18 months is and it's collective energy right now so we're feeling it like we're the south node is where we're we're essentially like letting go of and with it in scorpio which is what yours is there's a lot of letting go of the grief and the heaviness and the shadow and the death and the things that we've honestly been like working through over the last few years We're, we're we're starting to heal that and we're starting to move towards taurus which is so your sun and your north node are conjunct which is amazing um it's karmically aligned for you to be be reaching after those luxuries and those pleasures and to really lean into that. What's cool for you is that like, this is just who you are. You will continue to evolve into that Taurus more and more and more. And you right now are very much a leader because we're all experiencing this. Um, And some of us don't know how to do it. Some of us don't really have this in our chart. So someone like you, and, and like, maybe this is a whole topic for your show is like how to live in this really luxurious way like people need this right now they need those leaders to show them how to do that so you're doing it girl. oh I love <laughs> that oh my gosh okay we're gonna get into this more when you come on yes I, got, we're, we're, I have questions I know the audience will have questions as well but this is so good and I think it's that because I'm like is my north node in Scorpio but no I think it's Taurus I'll double check I'll figure this out this you got it yeah well I can pull yeah. your chart you send me your birth time we'll look at it together <laughs> It'll be yeah. helpful. And I mean, I think even just you teaching the things that you do about manifestation in such a grounded way, this is, this is it. This is 100% it. It's like, this stuff doesn't have to be, I mean, it's kind of hard, but it doesn't have to be heavy. It doesn't have to be yeah. painful, right? It can be pleasurable to live the life that you want. And in the meantime, also enjoy that, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, I completely agree. I think that like, yeah, you can go through some stuff where it's like a little harder, like muckier, heavier to navigate. But I feel like if you're equipped with the tools to really understand what you're going through, then it helps like make it feel, you know, a little less heavier, a little less yeah. tough because yeah. you you understand why it's happening. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is awesome. I'm so, so grateful that we've been connected in our little podcasting world. and. Yay! Thanks. Thanks for your time. This was awesome. Can you tell listeners where they can find Manifest Daily, where they can find you, all your awesome content on Instagram, all the things? Yeah. So I am on Instagram and TikTok at the Manifest Daily. So just T H E Manifest Daily. And my website is themanifestdaily.com as well. Um, I am trying to get back into being a little bit more active on the website, but on there, you can find some free resources, some blog posts. I also have a YouTube channel as well, where um, it's a little bit in a hiatus right now, but there are <laughs> some videos there where it's like lifestyle vlogs and also some manifestation and spiritual content as well. And that's just at Deandra Nicolette on YouTube, but pretty much on social media. And if you join my email list on my website you can get like all the updates for things that are happening i do not harass you by email trust me it is all the energy i can give to send an email a month if that (laughs) so i promise you i will not harass you you might need to harass me to get your emails but you can find me there as well so good and i really really do appreciate your show and all the cool stuff you have out there so thanks for thanks for the good work yes thank you so much 
Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Thanks to Deandra for sharing her amazing insight. Again, if you love this conversation, share it with a friend. Put some of these practices into action and let me know how it goes. I would so love to hear from you. Deandra would as well. If you want to follow us on Instagram, it's at Yoga Magic Podcast. We're here every Thursday bringing simple self-care and self-discovery practices your way. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. I'll see you next week.